All right. It's been a few episodes of Feel Good Stuff, so I feel like it's time for a little bit of a rant episode. Bear with me. Dear Queer Diary. Dear Queer Diary, you know what I'm really sick of? I'm really tired of cisgendered allosexuals telling me that I'm going to find someone. I'm really fucking sick of it. Because frankly, they have no idea what it's like to be me. And that's frustrating at times because I know that they mean well and that they just want what's best for me because they know that in spite of being Arrow and Ace, I still uh, would like to have a relationship again at some point. But Our dating worlds are very different. Back when I was disguised as a cisgendered person, you know, I I wouldn't say I was going on dates all the time, but, you know, I was going out on a regular enough basis. I could usually find someone. I wasn't generally very interested in them because I was uh, forcing it because I didn't understand what the word ace and aloe meant. I had a a much easier time finding folks. And the moment I changed my profile to non-binary, as soon as I cut off my hair, all of that ended. It is not easy to find somebody who wants to date a non-binary person, especially who is going to mesh with an arrow-ace non-binary person. That, that's a tough arena to be in. And, you know, obviously there's the side of, you know, I'm I'm bisexual, so my options, quote-unquote, should be more open, but I'm pretty arrow. I'm pretty aromantic, uh, it's exceptionally rare that I have feelings for people. I've I've had feelings for people a couple times in my entire life, uh, which does make it more common than how many times I've had sexual uh, attraction to f- folks since that is once, one night entirely in my entire life. <laughs> and that's that's a challenge. But it also sucks to be told that by cis people. Because I can understand why people don't understand that I just don't feel these things that they do. It's hard to imagine an absence of something that you have so pervasively in your life. If you're used to only experiencing that, it's hard to imagine somebody without that thing. You know, I get why people would have uh, difficulty conceptualizing that I'm really almost never interested in anyone in any way. But God, am I sick of cis people telling me that there's people out there. And, you know, when I get to that part, if I do, if I bother, they usually tell me, well, oh, well, you know, it's progressive. It's a lot more progressive out there than you think. People are willing to date trans people. And God, do I love hearing that from my cis friends. Because that's not true. 
Like, I'm not saying that there's not people who are willing to date trans people. Obviously, there are many trans people who are happily married, who have good relationships. But it's not this enormous bustling community. There is an enormous difference between supporting people on paper or platonically with their genders, uh, with their gender and with their sexual exploration. It is extremely different to put it into practice. I can't even tell you how many times me correcting my pronouns has ruined a date, has ruined a, not even a, a date because we don't get that far, has ruined a conversation. And I'm not aggressive about it. I try to be as, as gentle and as subtle as possible because I know people get highly inflammatory about the fact that I dare correct them about who I am. But those options just are not the same as they used to be. You know, there's plenty of fish in the sea, but most of them are in a completely different part of the world. It's highly likely that I'm not going to find anyone. And while I would like to find someone, I'm kind of okay with not. I don't have family. I have a little chosen family of friends, uh, but I lack a lot of contact from others, especially in COVID. I mean, COVID obviously makes things 400 times worse. But outside of that, you know, it's, it's something that is more frustrating than saddening. And it's extra frustrating when I have people not really listen to what I say and tell me about things based on their own experience or perspective that is from a different world than the one I live in. I think it's really difficult for cis people to understand what it is like to be trans. And they usually understand, oh, I don't understand what it's like to not be that gender. But people don't know how differently people talk to you when they know that you are X. Like, listen, I look very queer. It is not subtle that I'm queer. And those same cis people often like to tell me, oh, no, you don't look queer. As if that's not what I'm going for. <laughs> uh, I do look queer. Uh, and strangers off the street who like to yell at me also know that I am queer. They know it very well. <laughs> so be careful with how liberal you think you are being. Because there's a ton of folks who think, oh, well, things aren't as bad as they seem. And they try to apply that to a situation that they have no right to apply that to. Because your job in that, in that spot is to listen and to try and understand or at least support if you can't understand. And people are so bad at that when it comes to romance because we've been taught for so long that romance is a necessary, required part of our being. But it's not. I don't need to be loved. I just need sometimes uh, a hug someone to hold hands with maybe, but the life I live is very different from these people who are reacting to it. And 
Sometimes I wish it was easier to make people see that. So this one goes out to all of those who are, are struggling to let people know that you're trying to tell them a fact, not a complaint. You're not fishing. You're just trying to tell them something about you and they don't hear you. If you want somebody who can hear you, who can listen to you about it, you can feel free to reach out to me at DearQueerPod or email me podcast at DearQueerDiary.com. In the meantime, take care and stay curious. <laughs>